Yeah. Hey, welcome to the regular episode. Just to let you know, Patreon after this. So Patreon after this. Thank you for everyone who's also like everyone, five people. I'm. It's fully like a delusional. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Like my aunt that subscribed, but yeah. for being patient with us because guess what? Technical difficulties are about to be fucking donezo because done. the pod is about to be I R fucking L. We're going to be to get we have committed so much to the pod that me and Maddie are going to be living together in like a true world reality TV show where we just sit together. We don't even sleep. We just drink coffee, start shadow boxing a vision board and then record the cast. dude. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> Live from New York. It's the worst fucking apartment you've ever seen. And <laughs> I, it's the it's the SNL intro, but all the like. It's this guy. They're all cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in, Jimmy the Rat. I'm like, ah. They're like, black mold? What? <laughs> <laughs> With musical guest. <laughs> like Homeless guy being stabbed downstairs. in the street. <laughs> well, Maddie made the, the, the bag happen because I was going to move down to North Carolina and like, save and look for apartments. But would you have a credit score that I would describe as radioactive? That it does make <laughs> finding a living, which is like 600 bucks under the table. I'm like, I need to, I, my living style is undocumented. I need to kind of be un, <laughs> like on the run is kind of how I need an apartment to be set up. Like there should be no trace. I just hand you like a paper bag full of cash. And I'm like, if anyone asks, name it Price lives here. <laughs> <laughs> that is fully what this apartment is. It's yeah. like. It's like I, I, I have a secret goal to turn it into like a comedy compound because another comic lives on another floor. It's like kind of the best. They literally yeah. sent us a thing in the mail. They were like, as long as you pay your rent before the 19th, we don't Not care. And then afterwards, no. they're like, throw us 25 bucks. Like, I don't wonder. Well, so here's the thing. It was built in 1928, I think. It's almost 100 years old. There is Great. a sign on the front of the building that says nuclear fallout shelter. <laughs> Which is great because we may need it. Yeah, it's kind of come back around where I'm like, yeah. honestly, a Cold War era building or it's a, a building that pre has survived the Cold War. I'm like, good. Yeah, we kind of need gonna it. That's going to be the amenities on an apartment listing now is like. <laughs> Fallout <laughs> shelter, good source of oxygen. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's getting to the point where I'm like, I, I just see stuff coming. Like, I don't even need like a be in the moment carpe diem, like news articles make you believe like i'll see like two hottest days ever recorded i'm like i better have a good time today because this might days might be a limited time only <laughs> oh yeah when when i woke up in new york and like the sky was orange and it hurt to breathe i was like fuck it text him yeah <laughs> <laughs> tell him you want to fuck him dude tell, it's tell, all over tell, tell him you're yeah <laughs> That's why people were like, oh, Kenyon, why do you get in these manic, crazy relationships? Because I watch the news, all right? <laughs> and I know it's – I don't have time for boundaries. It's coming to an oh, end. Oh, I have, I have an anxious attachment style? Yeah, we should all have an anxious attachment style to water. <laughs> oh, I love this thing, and I need it, and it could go away at any second. That's natural resources. Yeah, so of course I'm going to put – all I do, I just want a fun fuck buddy for the end. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> I want to make out while the bombs drop. I'm not into BDSM in a cage under a bed. That's where the government keeps us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even have to like explain to a woman my kink because one day there will be like a female stormtrooper that's just like beating the shit out of me for being part of the, the rebel rebellion. 
that's a, that's the thing is it's like it's not even whatever future like revolution i won't be part of it for any ideal reason i just hope to be hurt by a woman <laughs> like i'm just sitting there at the firing squad they're like why does this guy have a boner right now and i'm like my last meal is i'm like can i just be shot by a woman is that too much to being tied up in the public square so the town can stone you, but you're so hard. Yeah, I'm just so... I'm like coming... I'm coming the rocks out of the sky like a fucking <laughs> missile defense. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, okay, we're going to torture everyone else with uh, tasers, but I think the most upsetting thing to this guy is if we told him, you are enough. <laughs> and you're like, ah, stop, please. I'll tell you where the bombs are. No. Stop telling me it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you turn it off. That'd be great. Just, is, is he hard? And I'm like, the Hulk? And I'm like, that's my secret. I'm always hard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it is like, there's this climate clock in, uh, in Union Square here in New York, and it's just yeah. this big orange thing on the side of a building at some like art installation and it just says like six years and it's a countdown down to the second and then it just says climateclock.org and i'm like and then you have to look at that and you got to go like oh there's a sale on nikes like you got to look at that and it'd be also you're kind of like well i still have to pay rent like i still have all the normal annoyances of life yeah it's not even like a fun end no and i don't think it'll be i think it'll be the end like life Everyone, you know, like my family lived through a literal civil war. There was like all the stuff, war stuff going on, like with people in Syria. A lot of people still like went to work. Like mm. that's the thing is whatever hell happens, it's just going to, we're going to be like Mondays and the, it's going to be orange outside. You put on your gas mask and you're going to have to like go and live a shitty life. Like you're just going to continue through the last refuge of capitalism and you're going to be like, Ah, fuck, there's no clean air again, and it's 150 degrees. That's going to be like the small talk. Yeah. That's going to be the inside day. They're like, 160, my aunt melted last week. And you're like, (laughs) tell me about it. (laughs) There is like a weird, like when you're talking about your family, there's a weird thing with like uh, online nihilism that it's like, but, and I think I'm probably guilty of this. Like, I'm not, like, that it's a lot of like, like, you know, love Bo Burnham, but like a Bo Burnham, like Bo Burnham. well-off yeah. white dude thing of like, oh, the end is near. And it's like, I don't know how it's like, how dare you be a nihilist when you have the most reason to be optimistic of anybody? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, even- like you have four million dollars, Bo Burnham. You could build a private compound at an island and never experience any. You're going to be taking we're going to have to do like dances to like basically audition to be like butlers in your compound. <laughs> So don't don't tell me that like it's all it's like yeah everyone who thinks it's the end has never lived through the end. Like my little cousin at one point he was just playing with toys and then machine gun fire came through his house and almost killed him. Well he's not he was my older cousin but uh and that that's that's the end. And then and if people live through that and like have lives and you're like happy about being like I got AC and some water and a good job. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then it's the people who've never lived through that that are like, that's why I kind of stop myself sometimes when I'm like, oh, I'm not going to have grandkids. And it's like, kind of like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Yeah, if this yeah. is, I don't know. It's like. I agree with that. If you've never sat in a refugee camp, 
I don't really care about your opinions about the end a little bit. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I genuinely don't care. Where it's like, oh, it's the end because why? Because your parents won't have two houses. Like, what's the end? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Anyone yeah the end of what? I was talking to another uh, comic, and it was basically they were kind of like, I was just talking about like some people I grew up with, and they're like, yeah, do people I grew up with like. They're they're not like in a they're in a prison of their own mind though like in the suburbs they have like a oh oh they have a three story house and they're kind of bored sometimes oh what a hellish existence oh, oh what yeah. are they gonna do take money out of their four hundred one k and go to Barbados oh, you have no it's problems a, it's a if your Swedish biggest prison. problem is being bored then you don't that's it then just take your money throw a little dance and then jump around like, just, fuck off dude. That's why everyone, you know, moving to New York and every all the comics are like, dude, what's your plan? Are you scared? And you're like, no, I don't care. I have cheap rent. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. if, the, if I have food, water, shelter, everyone's like, oh, that's great. It's like, no, I actually don't. Those things are good. <laughs> if I got like, some nice shoes and I can afford to, like, fa- take a woman on a date, I'm truly not worried about anything. It's like, oh, no, you're, you're not going to book me to do my little emotional show and tell at a bar with four people? I'll live through it. <laughs> like, not worried Dude, about it. That's what I've been. I mean, you know, I was riffing that like all the cockroaches and shit. But in all honesty, it's like incredibly lucky to have yeah. a fucking roof over your head. It, yeah. It's like it, the, all the things that we joke about of like, oh, I live in a shitty apartment and I do bar shows. It's like that's a great life. Like unironically cool. doing like like comedy for five dollars and living in a room is like super cool in the scope of human history like compared to like a caveman especially as a woman too any other era as a woman it's over i couldn't i what i would have five kids by now do you know yeah in the 50s if you were kind of weird in the united states they cut off part of your brain (laughs) and just threw you in a case guess what it's the part of your brain that comes up with all the cum jokes. Yeah, it's so the, it's would the bit not center. have been good for old Maddie Ween. Yeah, it's the bit center. Yeah, me and Maddie would be <laughs> they just sitting. Out, they cut out the bit center. <laughs> yeah, that's the part. It's the bit. Me and Maddie would be sitting in an asylum, drooling out of our out of, out of our mouths. <laughs> we were born in the '30s, and now we get to record a podcast. We're like mental health awareness, and then I get to trick me. I have a I have a work from home job. What? Like I just lied down. I my mom actually actually like cut root, do a real thing, and then people are like, "Wow, so that's it. I have a four hundred one k for sitting, for sitting down in my <laughs> living room." <laughs> yeah, you should judge how hard your life is by how how hard and how real your life is by how far removed it is from being a farmer. True. We like, I think do you true. gather the food or the water? No. You're then you're role playing. Yeah, that's truly it. That I you put <laughs> it's a little denim. Do a little denim jacket, and you're like, yeah, so the thing about my latest email, and you're like, yeah, I'm playing house. I'm playing house in a fraudulent, like, I think a lot of office jobs are almost like, you know, in the 30s, the Great Depression, and they were paying people, like they paid painters to paint just to invent <laughs> fake jobs. A lot of us, if they, if the, if they truly turned on the automation, we, we'd be wandering the streets for meaning. But we have to have, <laughs> we have to, like, have a fake thing that matters, where we're like, oop, I made this little spreadsheet. And, like, you gotta pretend, it's like, it's fine. And it is it like it's crazy because it's like, well, then what is your job outside of that? Like if if, if automation really does fully happen, I'm like, how are we going to find meaning? Because a lot of meaning is feeling 
Like you have a purpose. And if you're a creative person, maybe, yeah, you could use all that free time to like go make stuff. But some people like aren't creative and they just want to feel needed. So like what the fuck yeah. do we do when they're legitimately not needed oh, other I than know. like... We have the purpose of destroying the Great Motherboard. Our purpose will be coming together and taking rocks and breaking down all the computers <laughs> and starting again. <laughs> Dude, the human spirit has so much potential. Like, even when I, I, I like to see positive stuff and stuff normally pe people don't normally see anything positive. Like, I was watching this documentary about the opiate crisis, and they were talking about people from Kentucky driving all the way to these, like, pain relief centers in Florida and taking it back, and I'm like, Look at that human spirit ingenuity. You know what I mean? <laughs> get in a band, get in caravans together, going down to Florida, bringing it back. Like, look at the camaraderie, spirit, and pursuit. Like, oh, you take that towards not killing yourself. You got something good happening. <laughs> That's the new American road trip movie is everybody get in a ragtag band of misfits. We're all going to get opiates from another state. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I think I, I, I like people are like LSD unlocks your true potential. I think addiction unlocks your true potential because you're like, look how hard <laughs> you can work. Look how hard you can work. Imagine if that was for something good. You got, dude, if you're willing to get in a caravan for, 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 for pills, imagine if you did that for, like, anything else. You'd be, you'd be rocking and rolling. <laughs> if we just set a Rube Goldberg machine, like, with all these opiates in it, we could get people. It's like how we will actually trick America into the revolution. <laughs> Storm in. Dude, <laughs> yeah, speaking dude. of opiates... Yeah. We're at the 15 minute mark. How's the it's time for the uh famous pod mental health check-in. Mental health check-in, man. How are we fucking feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm moving to New York City, something I was scared to do for a lot of my life. I'm excited. I feel in a great place. It's great rent. I got a lot of fun shows coming up until then. Uh and yeah, it's just fucking, you know, I'm not really like a, a superstitious person or think like things happen for a reason, but I'm on a the boys on a winning streak. It's just lucky thing after lucky thing. And uh, that that feels good. So I'm I'm definitely I'm excited to uh, roll out of there, man. I'm that excited for rocks. this haircut to finally be where it's supposed to be, which is <laughs> New York City. Oh, dude, when you're in North Carolina right now, are your I'm in North Carolina right now. I'm in Durham. I'm doing some shows. Um, yeah, all over the state in Florida, and so yeah, it's just gonna be fucking. It's just gonna be fun. Like I just get to have. Fun. And I like doing comedy in small towns because sometimes it feels like the most original part of comedy. Like you go yeah. middle of nowhere, you tell, you let them know, and then people you're hanging on like a porch with people you would never talk to, and they just tell you life stories. And we were talking about That's this before the, the pod. And I'm not trying to sound like some NPR person, but like people that you they just talk at you, they don't listen. The funnest part about life to me is other people like listening to other people and seeing yeah. other, like people are like oh my uber driver tried to talk to me what a horrible this peasant disgrace and i'm like i'm like i have heard some interesting ass stories from like uber. you know what i mean that's like i i kind of think it's like because it's like whatever i'm not that like oh i'm like a clown who works from home during the day and i got a little bit of wacky trauma but it's like i'm not the most i'm not the most interesting man i ever live i'd like to fucking hear what other humans go through like talk to yeah. a guy who works at a waffle house that guy could have a movie written about him. Every yeah. person I've talked to at a Waffle House is like, yeah, and then, you know, I was selling meth, but then the, the police came in, and then I had to go hide out for a while. But anyway, so you want hash browns? Like, it's just like the craziest oh stories God. ever. One of the most interesting people I think I've maybe ever met in my life, I think we were both there for this. We were outside of a Waffle House in North Carolina, 
and this guy who worked there was smoking a cigarette and he had like a full back brace on. Do you remember this guy? This is exactly who I'm talking about. That's exactly Dude, who I was just talking about. That's yeah. so fucking funny. We were talking yeah. to him and he was like, yeah, come see me here Tuesdays, Thursdays. And then uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, I work at that Waffle House over there within eye shot. It, there was a Waffle <laughs> House like, like across the street. street. And he was like, like, yeah, they sort of like shuffled me back at both locations. And I was like, was just like you yeah. should be the president. Like, yeah. it's also like when people are like, oh, this guy talked to me. A person who doesn't have the inhibitions to like, they'll just go talk to you on the street. That person is going to be so interesting. Oh, those yeah. are the coolest fucking people. People are like, oh, Trump's so hilarious. Like Trump going against, again, a guy in the Florida caravan who is who is now clean. Murdered. He'll just be destroyed. And it's, yeah, it's the it's the 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 people that you're like. I, I don't want to say tertiary because that implies like a ranking of value, but people that you'd be like, I wouldn't think we would be an obvious connection. That's like always where the oh, juice that's is. The, that's the that's the coolest stuff ever. That's kind of like what I like about doing comedy is like meeting new people and like traveling and like you just kind of are like, wow, I would have never like met anyone from this town or this life before. I think that's that's fucking cool. That's also why I like cities. You just bump into people and they had a real. Uh, there was like a study that when ATMs came out, depression skyrocketed, and they figured out it was because like the more you cut out human interaction with strangers, the more depressed people get. Because people used to have to talk Whoa. to the bank teller. They used to, have to be like, hey, and then now they're like, boo, boo, boo. So the more we're all like alone and in your phone and you're like, fuck you, stay away from me. And we're like, fuck you, stay away. I'm like, no, it's like kind of nice to be like, hey, also human living life. Nice to see you. You know, you were communal creatures, dude. And yeah. like human, other people are what make life worth living. That's like the whole I thing. fully, fully believe that. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's the scariest part of automation is just like the lack of like little moments of like scanning a QR code at a table instead of like, you know, not to sound like an old man, but like, yeah, that is depressing. And that is kind of why comedy feels like a cheat code to capitalism because it's yeah. like, it gets you in a room with like, real people and because even with tiktok and all that and blah 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 at the end of the day the pro at the end of the day the product of stand-up is the live show is like That's an in-person thing it's an and experience that, like, whether it's terrible yeah. or bad i mean whether it's terrible or great is an experience yeah like in a, a live experience is always going to beat ha 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 like a, a a momentary like second on your phone like, I look at Instagram and all that shit way too much. I've never gotten, I've never put my phone down and been like, well, that was a great sesh. That was yeah. good. I feel awesome about that. It's, it's always like, just Drew like Michael awesome. has such a funny bit about that of like, yeah, you're never yeah. like refreshed afterwards. No, you're just like, what a nightmare. Yeah. So it's, Dude, uh, I'm reading this. Wait, this actually ties back into my mental health check in. I'm reading this book. Oh, where is it? It's in my backpack somewhere, but it's called How to Do Nothing Resisting the Attention Economy. And yeah. it's, it's like a manifesto for putting down your phone and it's 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 made me want to cry. It's like so beautiful. Uh it's one of the I think most important books I've ever read in my life. It's really fucking great. And yeah. it's the like getting off your phone mental health aspect is really uh because the problem is that's easy to do when there's something fun on the other side. Like it's easy to Put, put down, down your, your phone, phone at like you're an like, amusement park. You're like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, or like, I'm going to yeah. go hang out with my friends. But it's like the really important thing that I think our phone robs us of is like the uncomfortable moments that you don't have to sit through. And getting yourself to be like, no, I'm going to put down my phone even though I'm anxious or sad or bored and make yourself go through that and not avoid it. That's what's fucking hard. But that's what like is important and what like being a person is. 
That's what and being so, a person is. Sometimes that moment yeah. on the train that just sucks and it's boring and you're sitting there staring off. That's 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 where you might have a thing that I think a lot of people don't have right now, which is introspection. And you might kind of think for a second and go, oh, maybe I should change that or maybe I shouldn't be like that. But if you're just like looking at memes all day that just confirm what you believe, it's like there's not really a lot. There's not a lot of like, oh, what am I what am I doing even? Yeah. And like real meaning is on the other side of hard feelings. Like if you only chase pleasure, it's going to be just a flimsy nothing. Just going to be a flimsy nothing. So I'm trying to get away from the flimsy nothing. We're all trying to get away from the flimsy nothing. That <laughs> flimsy nothing. It's flimsy. It's it's like water. It can change shapes and forms. Come after. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm and not... also you know what the easiest way to quit your fo- oh sorry were you gonna say something? I think the easiest way to quit your phone is also just sort of suck at social media. Like, cause I'm just like not that good at. <laughs> like, it's like people that are like ooh. Like, I'm like I am an old man where I'm like. I posted it here. I am on stage with captions. Like, I'm not like, I'm not like some people like the fucking nine year olds. They're like hooked into the matrix. They like make a video where they're just sitting in their living room and they're like, I ate a taco today and it gets 40 million views. And it's like, I would never think to post that on the internet. I would, it would never even anything I post in the internet. It's like when a grandparent sends you a text where it's like a scroll and then they have, <laughs> and it's like a side. It's like sincerely Beverly. Like that's how I am with the yeah, internet. You're- I think someone asked for our Patreon and you commented a link in the Instagram comments, which didn't you can't know you click on. I didn't know that. <laughs> I just was like, like here's the link. Oh, perfect. Let, they'll transcribe it into a notebook and then it's kind of like, that's good. We should lean into like being grandpas about it. Because- I'm a little grandpa about it. I don't, I'm just like, how do you, and I have like a tech job. Really. How, do you, how do you do that? Like with all the other way, I think the other way to get off your phone too is to remember that it's making billionaires rich. That every second you look at it, it's like, Oh, I'm sacrificing my own fucking life and, like, happiness to literally make a fucking nerd rich. That's true. I that's think that actually doing. might say. Every time you're on I'm Instagram, selling my I'm attention like, to them so that they can buy a yacht. Like, that's yeah, what's happening. I'm helping Which, them like, win. Fuck you. It's my brain, dude. Like, stop yeah. taking my brain. That's really... <laughs> I look at Mark Zuckerberg and I'm like, stop taking my fucking brain, dude. It really is like a like an independence day plot where they're like we're gonna harvest all these people's brains it's because because mark mark zuckerberg doesn't have enough of a brain how to realize to be a person in interviews like he doesn't understand how anything where he's just like let me put a bottle of ketchup outside randomly and that'll convince them i'm a person you know it's, just, it's the combination of like respectfully he is autistic yeah. and then also you're a billionaire it's like that's a lot of levels removed from being the guy at the bar that's like Hey man, how's it going? You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're getting yeah, yeah, it from yeah. two angles of like you literally the class have never, angle. <laughs> you've never interacted with another. Like you're just so weird that you have to. You know, I'm sorry for the people that died in the Titanic thing, but I'm like, imagine paying 200 grand just to feel something. Imagine being like, I need to see the wreckage of a ship just so I can have an okay day because everything's so boring <laughs> that that's what it takes. I need to Dude, go to the is- sun and I need to go to the space and punch the moon. Just to feel like a fucking man. There is, like, obviously, you know, this is a privileged thing to say. Like, you need your basic needs met, and you want to have enough money to, like, be able to do some fun stuff. But I actually am, like, glad I wasn't born into, like, a billionaire's family or something because, like, it seems really fucking soulless. Like, when you get that much money, it's like... Yeah. Well, it's also, like, what would your own body even mean to you? You know what I mean? You have so much shit, it's like... I don't know. There is something nice about, like, again, I recognize the 
privilege of this. I'm not like living in poverty is cool, but I mean like, but taking care of yourself is like a nice thing. I think and I feeling think, like you've th- earned something. Yeah, have, having the uh, you know uh, when you're when you're out of the sadness part and there's still something to like sh- uh, try to strive for. That's cooler than just sitting in your castle being like. I, I don't know. I guess I'll smoke crack with a hooker. That's why, like, I respect Hunter Biden. Because, like, what else is he good at? That actually is the most productive thing to do. And, like, him and Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the guys they, like, shit on. And I'm like, if you're from, like, a political dynasty that pretty much has universally done negative things, that actually is productive. You know yeah, what I mean? smoking, like... Crack Smoking is better crack. than continuing to do war crimes. Like actually, yeah, actually, actually, Hunter good. Biden developing a drug addiction is like a humanitarian effort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like he's like but, it stops with me. Yeah, yeah. that's that's truly it. That's his higher power. He's like, no, you don't understand. If I get clean, then I have to help make them make the water dirty, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's over. That is so much because it's like, what do you want them to do? Use their all their connections to continue horror? I don't want that. <laughs> what do you want him to do? Everyone's like, look at this guy. He's the most relatable member of his fucking family. He's yeah, literally like, doing, he's doing the same shit the kids I went to high school with, which is just <laughs> getting high and posting about it on the internet. Dude. <laughs> that's, that's a true American value. Hunter Biden would wear those, like, uh... The, like, rhinestone gas station jeans. Do you know what I'm talking about? The rhinestone gas station. He'd have, like, the, the drug poncho, 15 bucks at, like, a failing mall. Just have that around. And just be hanging out for way too long at a coffee shop, weirding people out. Is that who would have beat Trump? Because he is kind of yeah. an everyman in that he... It, um... I, I, I have been on the Hunter Biden running for... I think he should, <laughs> instead of Joe, and he'd be like, Yeah, I smoke crack, because I'm an American. And just let that... <laughs> Let that. Wait, <laughs> did he yeah. actually do anything, quote unquote, like problematic? Like, was there like abuse shit, or was it just like he does drugs and he's kind of crazy? I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm sure there was probably someone terrible. I mean, he hires a lot of escorts and stuff, which as long as stuff's above the board there, but I you don't. You could do that I, ethically, I, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not his spoke. Go on the record, and yeah. I, I I will say whatever <laughs> he's d- done is still less harmful than like the 1990s crime bill. I think that's a that's, safe. Yeah. Thing. I think that's yeah. a safe bet. To, whatever he's done is still better than his dad's political career. <laughs> you know, in terms of people people harmed, still a smaller amount. Well, dude, we're at a half hour. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you'd like to hear behind the scenes, we're also going, uh, I think we're going right into a Patreon episode right now. Go right into page. See us on the Patreon. Okay. Thank you. Bye.